Today on the Women Mind the Water Artemis series on womenmindthewater.com, I'm speaking with Katie Horning. Katie is a water steward based in Michigan. She serves as chair of the River Days Festival in Midland and is a leader at Rivers Are Life. Rivers of Life is a digital platform dedicated to raising awareness of the fragility and importance of the world's river systems. The Women Mind the Water Art of a Series podcast on womenmindthewater.com engages artists in conversation about their work and explores their connection with the ocean. Through their stories, Women Mind the Water hopes to inspire and encourage action to protect the ocean and her creatures. I am speaking with Katie Horning, an active community member in Midland, Michigan, where she is chair of the River Days Festival. Katie is also a leader of the online platform, Rivers Are Life. Rivers Are Life's mission is to build awareness of and connection with rivers, and in doing so, inspire action to protect, preserve, and explore them. One way they do this is to support the projects of River Heroes. Highlighting these projects is an impactful way to showcase the value of rivers. Rivers Are Life connects local work with the overall importance of rivers and our planet's well-being. Welcome, Katie. Thank you for reaching out to WomenMindTheWater.com to tell us about your work. You may not be aware that Women Mind the Water's first project was a digital stories project that shared stories about human connection with water. With time, Women Mind the Water began to focus on stories centered on the ocean. Rivers Are Life is an important reminder that our planet's overall health depends on both fresh and salt water. The two are intrinsically defined. Rivers flow to the sea, and the sea is the engine behind the weather needed to feed freshwater resources, including rivers. Katie, you live in Michigan, a state often associated with freshwater. Michigan borders four of the five Great Lakes. They are Lake Erie, Lake Huron, Lake Superior, and Lake Michigan. What role do the lakes and rivers of Michigan play in your childhood? Well, thank you, Pam, for inviting me to the podcast and for being so interested in rivers or life. You're right. Growing up here in Michigan, the, the lakes play a huge part in our lives. So I was fortunate enough to be able to spend summers on Lake Michigan. And through that, you know, I learned how to fish and I learned how to boat. And really we learned to love the water as a freshwater source. It is a very unique to Michigan to have so many great lakes surrounding us, but it's, it's an awesome part of living in Michigan. And I think as a Michigander, enjoying the lakes and enjoying the land and the seasons is part of what makes Michigan such a beautiful place to live. So moving forward in time, you started your own graphic design business in 2014. How did that lead you to assume a role in an organization focused on river ecosystems? Yeah, that's a great question. So I went to Ferris State University for college. And while I was in college, I studied not only graphic design, but business. And so it was a bucket list item to own my own business by the time I hit a certain age. And from learning in school and living in Michigan, sustainability and nature is really true to the core of who I am. And so as you know, my business progressed and the pandemic hit, 
lots of things changed. And the Be Alive opportunity showed up and it was, it encompassed all of my passions into a role that really allowed me to make a difference in, in the world. And so it's, it really shows you how being passionate about something at a young age and then studying about it, it, the opportunities are there if you're looking for them. So tell us more about Rivers Are Life. On its website, it describes itself as a network of individuals, nonprofit organizations, and corporate partners invested in the protection of rivers. Where did the seed for this idea begin? Rivers Are Life was created by Be Alive, and Be Alive is a world-class production studio and purpose-driven organization uniting the outdoor and sustainability communities. At Be Alive, we believe that moments matter. And stories really have the power to change the world. And so thinking about that and thinking about rivers or life, these conversations kept happening. The idea that, you know, there are so many ocean stories and there's so many people focusing on the large bodies of water, but what about all the bodies that lead to the oceans? What about the waterways, the freshwater waterways? And so as that conversation just kind of kept spiraling and more people chimed in, it was this concept of rivers are life. And then once you have the concept, how do you make it a reality? How do you bring that platform to life? And that is where our founding partner, Dow, was able to step in and take it from just this little seed of an idea to an actual platform. And together, we are we were able to tell these River Hero stories and we're able to do these events and engage the community in so many ways because we have this great partnership. And that's kind of the nuts and bolts of how River Life came to fruition. So did I understand you, you said your partner was Dow, like in Dow Chemicals or somebody whose name is Dow? No, we're headquartered here in Midland. And so as you know, if you know anything about Midland, it is home of Dow Chemical Company mm -hmm. and they are a science-based company and really realized that, you know, we're all part of the problem, but we're all part of the solution. And so they are one of our founding partners. We also have the exciting um, partnership with Louisiana State University. They are our first academic contributing partner and we're streaming on pattern. So it's, we are only a year old as Rivers Are Life and the momentum is really growing as additional partners come into play from um, getting to work with FedEx and the CRDC, the Alliance and Global, um, the Alliance for Plastic Waste. So there's lots of players in each of the different films. Very interesting. Yeah. So as I understand it, Rivers Are Life is a digital platform for sharing documentary films to highlight the work of river heroes around the world. So Katie, would you give us an example of a river hero so listeners might better understand the work Rivers Are Life supports? Sure. So uh, our youngest river hero, we had the pleasure of hosting at River Days here in Midland. His name is Cash Daniels, and his film is The Conservation Kid. And what he does in Tennessee is build these monofilament containers that collect fishing line waste. So when fisher people come off the water, they take all that fishing line and they put it in these recycling containers. And then we work with Berkeley, who has a reel-in recycling program, and they recycle all that fishing line and turn it into fishing habitats. So we brought cash in for this free community event. We showed his film. 
um, on the first night. And then the second day of the festival, we built 50 of these monofilament containers, which have then been installed throughout the Great Lakes Bay area. So that's Saginaw Bay City and Midland. And what we had the pleasure of doing over the course of the weekend was introducing cash to all the youth in Midland, inspiring like this next generation of conservationists. That's just kind of one example of different projects we do at Rivers Are Life. So there's the films, but there's also the philanthropy behind Rivers Are Life. It's very exciting. So how do you go about identifying river heroes? What are your criteria for including them in your river heroes program? Yeah, I, that's a great question. So identifying rivers is, it's a really big challenge, right? There are people all over the world doing incredible things, not only on rivers, but on oceans. And so that, the, the task of identifying these river heroes falls to the Be Alive studio team. And it's their mission to do the research and the identification of who these people are. And then, you know, interview them and talk to them and find what the story is and how we can tell it for Rivers Our Life. They handle all the heavy lifting there. And then it comes to the brand side. And that's where we get to do the magic of getting the story out. So are there differences in how messages are received based on the audience's demographics? How do you go about engaging people across the age spectrum? Yeah, that's, you know, it's interesting because not only are our stories told here in the United States, but they're global. So there are differences on how audience interact with the content. Um, I think the biggest challenge we have is making sure audiences of all ages get to hear and get to see the films. And so we market things across spectrum. We do everything from traditional press releases and traditional marketing tactics to the social content that all the younger generation are engaging with. Um, we also have these toolkits that we provide for our marketing, for our river heroes that allow them globally to take the assets that Rivers or Life has created, the social cutdowns, the reels, the press releases, it's translated. So no matter what language they may speak, because some of our River Heroes don't speak English, they can use these resources to hit their audiences. At the end of the day, the goal for Rivers or Life with these films is for the River Heroes to have this great piece, this great story to share to fundraise with, to engage their audience, to help propel their mission as River Heroes. So take us through the steps from selecting a message to developing a design for communicating that message. Yeah, sure. So the steps, um, as I stated, they kind of start in studio. Studio comes up with these River Heroes and they give us like a one pager. And Brandon Studio meet and we talk about how, you know, what the story is. A good example is the film that premiered in September on the 15th, Study Aboard. That film highlights Chad Pogracki's Living Lands and Waters nonprofit, and they host a alternative spring break. And so after studio kind of fills brand in on, okay, we're going to do a film about an alternative spring break where college kids come spend a week on a river cleaning up trash, they fill us in on all the details. We get to meet with the river hero and we learn what he's interested, interested in and the story he's hoping to tell. And then we just start marketing it out. We build a strategy. We talk to all the key players and we really decide, you know, what areas we want to focus in, 
how we want to get this out on social. Let's, you know, think about what interviews we want them to be on. And it's really just building out a, a strategy for marketing, just like you would anything else. What is one of the more interesting things that you have learned working with Rivers Our Life? I think one of the most interesting things I've learned working at Rivers or, you know, for Rivers or Life at Be Alive, it's, it's really that every story is different. You, you think of rivers and you see, you know, you think, oh, well, every river, you know, it's a river, but every river is different. Every river hero is different. Everybody's moments that matter are different and they're each interesting. So I was listening to some of your podcasts, you know, in preparation to come on this. And I thought these are all incredible women and each one of their stories are different. And it's exactly like that here at Be Alive. All the people we meet at Rivers Are Life are incredible. They're doing these inspirational things. And I think that's the, like, the best part of my job. In essence, we're like the hype people for these stories, for these you know, inspirational people out there making a huge difference. So anything else you'd like to share about your work for or the work of Rivers Are Life? I think a really important thing to note is that river and ocean organizations can work together hand in hand. I mean, they all flow together at the end. And so all of us coming together can make a really big difference. So I encourage you to, you know, do your part, join the movement, support our river heroes and just, you know, spend some time enjoying the content. Well, I can definitely sense your enthusiasm <laughs> definitely in your voice uh, it makes me want to just go right out to the site and um, I will do that hopefully yeah. my listeners will too <laughs> so finally Katie as I do with all my guests I ask for a call to action can you tell the audience what they can do to keep their rivers and oceans healthy yeah sure so every river starts with a drop so I encourage everybody do whatever you can to get involved and, and start where you are. You can learn more about the role you can play in your river or your ocean just by, you know, checking out local community centers or your local community foundation. Volunteer at cleanup events. Get engaged. Should your local area not have a water foundation? Like you start it, you could be the inspirational person kicking off the change in your community. Um, again, check out riversorelife.com to see how some of our river heroes got in, got started in their river programs. And like all of us can make a difference. It's just one little thing at a time. So I'd like to remind our listeners that I've been speaking with Katie Horning. Katie is a leader of the online platform Rivers Are Life, an organization that uses storytelling to share the importance of rivers and in doing so, inspire action to improve, protect, and preserve them. Katie also works locally with the River Day Festival in Midland, Michigan. In both these ways, Katie celebrates the importance of rivers to our planet's well-being. Katie Horning is the latest guest on the Women Mind the Water Artivist Series podcast. The series can be viewed on womenmindthewater.com, Museum on Main Street, and YouTube. An audio-only version of this podcast is available on womenmindthewater.com, on iTunes, and Spotify. Women Mind the Water is grateful to Jane Rice for the use of her song, Women of Water. All rights for the Women Mind the Water name and logo belong to Pam Ferris Olson. This is Pam Ferris Olson. <laughs>